0: Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. Movie's very much a big part of The Night Shift and William Mullally, our movie critic, joined us once again to talk about Succession in its final series. Very animated about this TV show and we also talked about Abbott Elementary, another TV series that you are just gonna love. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show each and every weeknight, 8 through 10, right here on Dubai Eye, 103.8.
1: This is The Night Shift
0: with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back into the show. It's time to talk movies on all kinds of different screens with the man himself, William Mullally, who's been interviewing the stars once again. Great to have you back on the show, um, William. I think we're going to start with Succession, which, of course, is an absolute mega TV show. Is it its fourth season?
1: It's its fourth and final season, which is about to start on OSM this weekend. And honestly, I, I have seen the first episode, but I can't wait to see where this goes because it's excellent so
0: far. For people who've not come across it before, just give us a, an outline of what uh, this show's about.
1: Yeah, so that's the thing. So this is a show that I have completely you know, fallen in love with in a way that I don't think I really expected. And I, I held off, I'll be honest. I held off on this show because from afar... I didn't see what all the fuss was about. You know, it's just, yeah. it's basically kind of a a show that is loosely based on a sort of, you know, Rupert Murdoch-esque um, figure. You know, yeah. this media mogul, larger-than-life personality, and his four children, three of whom are vying for the, the top spot once he decides to step down, but each of whom who has flaws that kind of prevents that from being a logical choice for their father. And while all of that's like, okay, it's boardroom, it's business, This is so funny. It is so sometimes deeply satiric, but also just deeply human. So you hate these people and you love these people at the same time. Every character interaction is just full of such great conflict and just um, characterization that everything feels rich and everything feels and puts you at the edge of your seat. It's just, it's really only comparable to me to something like Game of Thrones. And I think House of Dragon was very influenced by it in the way that the people interact, the way that people are vying for things. It feels like in a way they've just kind of remade Succession and added Dragons okay. <laughs> with that. But, but Succession uh, is such a magical story on its own. Um, Brian Cox, I think, is just this force of nature as Logan Roy, the patriarch of this family. And each of his kids, you know, you know, Jeremy Strong, Sarah Snook, Karen Culkin, do tremendous job as actors, both kind of vying together to to take on their father and also just living in fear of him at all times. It's (laughs) although these are you know the ultra rich, I think because those character understandings are so relatable you know we all have that that yeah. power figure who we're, we're, lives in our head rent free you know we all have those things that we feel insecure about we all want to be something more than maybe we can be at times it makes it you know i think a show that people across the world have really connected to and now that it's in its final season it's a show that i think people are not really ready to say goodbye to because honestly the, the cultural legacy of the show I think is going to be hanging out much like The Sopranos did or The Wire did long into the future and just all these quotes will just be added to the cultural lexicon um, just like the best shows of your.
0: Let's hear the trailer then from Succession. Why
2: does everyone ask how I'm feeling? I got done a huge deal. I got the election. I got the I got plenty on my plate.
1: He's on the floor Tom. Explain me what he's doing. He's moseying, terrifyingly moseying. It's like if Santa Claus was a hitman. We were cut out behind our backs, but there's a shape for things for us. We partnered up with Sandy and Stewie, with Pierce, death wrestling ogres.
2: Excited to get into this knife fight.
1: Let's blow it up.
0: So there's the trailer then for Succession. William, very animated about this uh, series. And uh, I believe, William, you managed to catch up with Brian Cox.
1: Yeah, Brian Cox, who I think has really turned in one of the most iconic television characters in TV history. And it's so fun to get to talk to an actor like this at a time like this because usually for shows, I'm talking to people before it comes out, you know. I hope the world's going to like it. I'm rarely talking to a show that's at the top of the game as it's about to go out, while it's also something that I deeply and personally a fan of. So just meeting with Brian, you know, I sat down with him in Dubai, and he was such a joy and so honest and open. And while I think he's ready to say goodbye, you can see that he has so much passion for this character. And honestly, as he's told me, it's something that has really changed his life.
2: It's been an amazing journey, this journey. I mean, there's no question about it. It's certainly... From my point of view, is is kind of changed my life in many ways uh, because I'm identified with this animal, uh, <laughs> and uh, in a way, that's there's nice elements to that, and then there's not so nice elements to that. My view is it's a stop along the way. I mean, it's not the be all and the end all. I mean, I love the show; it's a great show. I've been, I've had the best time ever, and I've and it's been wonderful to work with that that particular ensemble. But at the same time, you know, in 60 years, I've done a lot of work, so it's just another stop along the way. I've still got things to do. I've got, I'm have got. i gonna be directing my first film, I'm gonna go back to the theater, I'm gonna be playing Bach in the theater in, in, in England, and then I'm gonna go and do, next year I shall do Long Day's Journey into Night in Tonight in the West End. So I just keep going. My belief is you practice. When I see actors who, uh, for instance, do one role a year, or they do, you know, and you go, so when do you practice? If you do one role a year, when do you practice? And they don't see it. My view is the great thing about what I love about my job, because I'm a workaholic, I Mm -hmm. can't do any other way, is I get to practice. Each role gives me another chance to practice my craft, and that's what I love about it. So Logan's been great. I'm very grateful. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, Logan. On to the next.
0: Well, there's uh, Brian Cox then talking about Succession, um, a TV show that could have changed his life. Um, Sounds like an absolutely amazing watch, uh, William. Where can we see this? This one is on OSN. On OSN. And you are 100% in with this one, and and I'm sure telling everyone to go along and watch it.
1: Oh, I, I think... Maybe not one for the kids, because the language can get a bit adult at times. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, I think it's definitely a show that really everyone can enjoy. It's, I I think, really, you know, Jeremy Armstrong created it, you know, also a previously co-created Peep Show, so just one of the best comedic voices, but the fact that he can do drama this well, I think, signals that bigger and better things, maybe not better, actually, but more things that are equally as good are hopefully in the near future from Armstrong and Co.
0: I mean, you dropped in the name of The Sopranos, which is a TV legend, um, you know, and to speak of this in the same breath as Tony Soprano has impressed me.
1: Yeah, you know, I think Brian Cox is just also, he's just one of those actors who's always been good, but finally found that one role Yeah, that is just so perfectly suited for him. Like I know that before they even wanted to to make this show, they didn't even plan on where this character could go. I think originally he was supposed to die off in the first season, but he was such a force of nature that they just had to change everything. You know, in the, in the beginning of the first season, he, you know, has a, brain hemorrhage. It seems like he's going to die. And I think he probably was going to die, but he was just too good. I think in in some ways, it's kind of like Jesse from, from Breaking Bad. It was just such a good character. They had to change all of their plans and remake it so that this was really something that this guy could live front and center because he is just so so good in this show and I, I don't think that there's many performances you can really compare it to
0: Succession then Season 4 go and watch that we'll come back with more with William Mullally this is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai I 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. We are talking movies with William Mullally. Succession, definitely something well worth a watch. But um, another one that you want to touch on, William, is the uh, Emmy Award winning Abbott Elementary.
1: Yeah, so this show now in its second season, um, half an hour comedy, um, airing on ABC the United States, available on Disney Plus over here in the Middle East is I think that sort of joyful, great character comedy that we've been kind of starved for in recent years. And I think because it's gotten such an outsized reaction, you can't say it's even a hidden gem at this point. You know, it was nominated for an astounding seven Emmys and won three Emmys in its first year, uh, which is really amazing, I think. But Quinta Brunson, I, I think what the secret sauce of what makes this show work is that, it's you know, it's like the title alludes to it is following a bunch of teachers at an elementary school and an inner city school. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, underprivileged kids, um, who have never really had, you know, great teachers, but these are just people who really care about what they're doing and really want to do the best. And also while it has these, um, you know, great character interactions, there's such a good heartedness to it. And also I think such a resonance because there are so many real teachers like that who are maybe in a school with people that, don't have all the resources, but are just doing their best to bring kids that otherwise would never have a loving voice in their life, something that can give them a better future. It's something that is the sort of positivity that feels real and not kind of forced like it does on something like Ted Lasso.
0: Let's hear the trailer Abbott Elementary.
3: Welcome back, dorks, and welcome back, Abbott Elementary staff. Ah, ah,
2: ah,
3: ah. Yes, and here we go. All right. It is
1: time to get this party started. I'm ready to take the year on. I've got it down. These first graders won't know what hit them. That's enough.
2: Make your voice deeper.
1: That is enough. My
2: work is done, Paddy
3: Melissa, we don't have enough kids for a full third grade class, so now they go to you. How many extra kids? 10. I mean, great. Melissa, are you okay?
0: There it is, Abbott Elementary, the trailer. I believe you've been chatting to some of the people behind this T V show.
1: Yeah, I spoke to Quinta Brunson herself, who you know, I I did, you know, talk to her about how I think the show might have changed from what she originally wanted it to be, but it turns out no, this is this was fully formed in her mind. And I think it's probably only become more and more what she intended it to be as the characters have developed and as the show has found its voice.
3: You know what? I was fortunate enough to be able to keep most of the outlook of the show. Um, I think in the beginning, after the development process, I was pretty set in what I wanted the show to be. I think one major thing that changed was we had one one character who never made it to the pilot, but that kind of happens in development and it was for the best. I think there were enough main characters to focus on. Other than that, I mean, I have to be honest, I I feel very fortunate in that the show, even still in the second season, is it feels like what I set out for it to be, which I I think that doesn't always happen. But um, with having, you know, my Warner Brothers and, and ABC, they're really great collaborators. And I kind of told them what I wanted from the beginning. And we all kind of worked to achieve that vision. So, Yeah. It kind of looks how we wanted it to.
0: Well, there we are talking all things Abbott Elementary. Where can we see this one, William?
1: This one's only on Disney+.
0: Plus. Lovely. I want to drop in, um, William, a, a gentleman that you and I both met some years ago at um, the Middle East Film and Comic Con. He turned 92 last Wednesday, William Shatner. What an absolute legend. And uh, he was just so much fun to talk to.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think one of the things people that, you know, follow my interviews... Um, you know, on TikTok or on the show or wherever else, just always comment to me, like, how do you stay so cool with everyone? How do you never, you know, fanboy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, never, like, you never react. I treat everyone like they're human, you know? And I guess that's personally a skill of mine, but I can't do it with everyone. And meeting William Shatner, <laughs> you saw me. I was, we was star-struck. jumping up and down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've never done that in my life. I was jumping up and down <laughs> on how happy I was to meet this guy. And whether it's, you know, Captain Kirk or many other fantastic roles that we've gotten from him, he's just... One of the absolute legends, and one of the I think highlights of my career, just being able to shake sand
0: <laughs> just be in his company wasn't it it was it was fantastic. I also want to touch on the fact that Cameron Diaz is um, apparently going to be retiring after a, a back in action movie with Jamie fox um apparently she's had enough of ten hour working days, yeah, so maybe
1: <laughs> maybe we can find her something. I'm sure there's something out there that she can do. Um, <laughs> Maybe a a classic three-camera sitcom, something a bit more straightforward, because it would be hard to lose her. Because I do feel like as a culture, we've kind of learned to appreciate her comedic talent more in recent years. We don't realize what we had back then with things like there's something about Mary. She's just a force of nature. And I think she can probably have her own Brendan Fraser response if she really wants to. Yeah,
0: a Charlie's angel through and through. One more thing I want to mention. History of the World Part Two, has become Hulu's most watched scripted original of 2023 in its first week of launch. This is um, the sequel to um, the the Mal Brooks 1981
1: film. Yeah, I think it shows the power of dudes in their 90s. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Mal Brooks at this point, you know the eldest of the elder statesmen in the comedy world is still doing amazing things. And I think the reason this was able to become so popular is the fact that it still has his heart in it. And it's you know made by people who wanted to honor that. And I think that's a beautiful thing because it shows that not only is Mel's sensibility still something that resonates with audiences, but Mel's sensibility is also shaping comedy for years to come. So even, you know, God forbid when he finally leaves us, His presence will never leave us. Yeah.
0: Uh, Absolutely brilliant conversation, William. Succession is where I am heading, and we'll catch you again in a week's time. Cheers, buddy. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.